Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey everyone and welcome back to Mama's Mission. My name is Deb and here at Mama's Mission, my aim is to inspire you to lead your kids into a loving and intimate relationship with the Lord through discipleship. Thanks so much for tuning in today. It means the world that you're listening to me. Here we are a week or so into podcasting and I can't believe it. I love to hear from you. So please make sure you reach out to me on Instagram. Let's be real. It's the best place to reach me. And let me know what you would love to hear me discuss on the podcast. I am far from being an expert, but I'm keen to give the listeners what they want. And I'm also keen to get others on the podcast too, so hit me up with any suggestions. Anyway, on today's episode, we are going to be diving into how to read the Bible with little ones. I'm going to share successful secrets about Bible reading with little ones. I'll chat to you about where we started to where we are now, the Bibles we've used along the way, and how those secrets or what those secrets are to making the Bible fun and not a chore for us or our kids. Before we start, I want to touch on why reading the Bible with our kids is a good idea. I think the Bible is all about God and his character, obviously. What better way to find out who he is and teach that in an accurate way rather than read the word? The Bible also unpacks who Jesus is. Call me crazy, But if our goal here is to create disciples of Jesus, our kids should probably know as much about Christ as they can. Jeez, it's even convicting as I say it. I feel like I should totally brush up on my understanding of Jesus. On a side note, we have one person at our connect group and every time conflict arises or there's a question that not many people can answer, her response, which I just absolutely love, is... Well, how would Jesus have responded to this? How did he do it? It definitely makes me think. Another reason reading the Bible is a good idea is that it transforms us through through renewing the mind. And lastly, though this is only the surface of why reading the word to our kids is a good idea, it's the tool book for life. I'm here to encourage you to teach your kids about God and lead them into a loving and real relationship with him. What better way to do that than to get the blueprint from the man himself? Anyway, to give you a bit of a background information about us in reading the Bible, we've read to our daughter from the word get-go. We have only been blessed with one daughter. Hopefully, God willing, we'll have more children, but at the moment, just one and she's five. She loves books and sees me with my head in one on a daily basis. We didn't always read the Bible to her, but maybe from about one, we introduced it. We're now in the season of homeschooling our daughter. One of the reasons we've chosen to homeschool is that we can include God as much as we want in her education. 
And part of that is, you guessed it people, reading the word together. In fact, that's the very first thing we do. We usually, you know, do our morning routine, breakfast, bit of cleaning, blah, blah, blah. We sit on the couch, we snuggle up together and we crack open the Bible. It's just it goes without saying. She just knows that that's what we're going to do first thing. And I love how it sets the tone in our day. Opening the Bible, reading God's word, because that's what it's all about for me. Random, I'm an educator by trade, but the whole reason I wanted to homeschool Kenzie is, well, first of all, because I'm being obedient to the Lord, but also it's because I just am so her um, spiritual walk is really, really important to me. I would prefer we get a great foundation there rather than letters and numbers because those things can totally come. It's her walk with the Lord that's super important to me. Anyway, back when Kenzie, our daughter, was one, we started with the toddler's Bible, and I'm going to link that in the description. We were gifted the Bible, and I I chose to put it to use. The illustrations are vibrant and well done and the text is written in a way that the little ones can understand it really, really well as well. Overall, I think it's such a great Bible to gift little ones and the price point is really good too. We went through the Bible a story at a time. I would read the same stories over again, such as the creation story, so she could read along with me. And she loved this. We usually did it together during the day at no particular time as I was staying at home while my husband worked. As our daughter was only young, this didn't tend to take too long. And we often kept it short but sweet. So here we come to secret number one on making Bible reading enjoyable. It's one-on-one time with your kids. Okay, sure, if you've got more than one child, you may choose to do this all together or individually, but either way, your kids are getting time to snuggle near you while you read the word to them. This is totally going to do great things for those kids who are needing their love tanks filled with some quality time. If you've had a busy day yourself, it's also super cool if you can snuggle up with the kids and speak into their lives. Often this is something we think we should totally do, but when things get busy, we put it to the side. I think it's so important just to take that time to just slow your roll and just take the time to chill and what better way to have a Bible in hand. Anyway, as our daughter got a bit older, okay, I said she was one in the last part, but she was probably a bit older. Um, But yeah, she's here about two and a half. I went next level and I think the teacher started coming out of me. And after a bit of Google research, I found ABC Jesus Loves Me. This is a program to teach preschool age kids about letters, colors, God, and a whole bunch of other stuff. It was amazing. I did the program with Kenzie about two to three days a week, and she loved it. The crafts were about the Bible stories we had read, which weren't in order, but around a theme. The program was free to individuals. However, as I stepped into part-time work, things got a bit hectic, so we stopped it. I really love the craft aspect of this program as well because I'm not all about having um, five rooms for my craft gear because, hello people, I live in a tiny house. So the less, the better. And they were just so basic like, but really effective as well. 
I don't recommend this program to say that you should be doing this. Far from it. Just that it was a great option for us at that season of life we were in. If you're working full time, I would totally not worry about it. The prospect of teaching a whole curriculum will likely overwhelm you to the point where you think, oh my gosh, why should I even bother? This leads to secret number two to make Bible reading enjoyable. Get them crafting. You could be super onto it and have colouring in pictures for them to colour while you read. Heck, if you're really onto it, you could even have the picture relate to the word you're reading. Or if you're after an easier option, like myself, do what we've done. Give your child a piece of blank paper, some markers, and let them draw what they see in their head. I've done this in a classroom before about a random piece of text and the images I got were fantastic. As I mentioned, I'm not all about having all that craft stuff like just the basics, paper, pens, you you know, okay, a few bits of paint, but it doesn't have to be a huge deal. Just whip out some paper, go for gold, let them do something as you're reading if that's the way they're inclined. Another way to engage them is to get them to create something with Lego while you read. We've recently got into the whole Lego thing and initially my daughter wasn't that keen but I don't know it's like a light has switched on and she's all about Lego at the moment. I follow this guy called Jefferson Bethke and him and his daughter recently purchased a business called Bible and Bricks. At least I think that's what it's called. It's all about reading the Bible and creating something with Lego. I think it's a fantastic idea. Even the parents could get in on this too. And then you get them to talk about what they've created. I think that's super important in this, actually talking about what they've created. I mean, half the time, I don't know what it's like if you read the Bible with your spouse or anybody else and you interpret it one way, a hundred times out of 100, my husband, when we do it together, is going to be interpreting it in a completely different way. And I'll be like, are we actually reading the same piece of scripture? But it's awesome. And I love getting our daughter's perspective on what we've just read. I am a firm believer that, yeah, God totally speaks to us, but children aren't exempt. He can speak to the little ones really, really clearly. So why not give them the chance to be spoken to? Anyway, our Bible readings together fizzled for a bit. In all honesty, I didn't even have the best attitude about reading the Bible myself, so it was no wonder that I didn't read it much with Ken's. After a bit of a season of living with my family, we had our tiny house built, so we moved in and settled into life again as just us three. I was keen to implement Bible reading as a family, so including my husband in this because predominantly it had either been me reading the Bible to my daughter during the day while he was at work or one of us reading it to her at bedtime. I'd gone down the rabbit hole of Pinterest and found hugely inspiring ways to do this, but a lot of the time it involved families eating breakfast together reading the Bible. I love the concept of kids eating at the time of Bible reading. It gives them something to occupy them. And this is something that you could totally implement if you wanted to. But for us, we didn't get 
to eat breakfast together as my husband left work way earlier than we got up. So that wasn't really an option. And also I found that it didn't really work in the evenings too. So we had to find another way. Anyway, we found these books in the local bookshop, one Old Testament and one the New, where a story was a page long. Again, they had beautiful pictures, but these ones actually had quite a bit of text. I thought it looked manageable, so we got the books and set to reading them a few nights a week together. Often my husband would read one night and then we would alternate. We'd have a chat about the story, see if our daughter had any questions and finish with a short prayer. We often did this after dinner before bed, like, you know, there's a little bit of a lull or we'd try and make sure there was a little bit of a lull before bed. Again, it was pretty cruisy. It didn't tend to take too long. I was more interested in reading the word together rather than how long we were taking to do it. What mattered most to us was that we were getting in the word, well, pretty much, and that our daughter was developing a desire to get in the word too. At this stage, let's sneak in the third secret to making reading the Bible enjoyable. Bring in song. To get her in the word, we would often sing her songs we could think of that related to what we were reading. This is so much easier said than done, but she loved the music. Heck, I don't even think that the song has to relate to what's being read. It is giving the kids knowledge of the word either way. And I found that these songs were what our daughter wanted to sing to and with us when we weren't even reading the Bible. As you can tell, I'm not a huge stickler for translations when reading to children. Sure, I've got my preferences as an adult, but my aim is to expose our daughter to the world to the word, sorry, in all shapes and sizes. Heck, we even watch DVDs of Bible stories. Anyway, after we've read through, we read through the picture books, I got my hands on another illustrated Bible. Getting the message pictures are important because these really help my daughter. She likes to unpack what's happening in the picture and it just um, reaffirms to her what we've read. This one is called The Lion Read and No Bible. We go through a story a day, but as our daughter is five, I'm asking a few more questions to get her thinking more about what we've read. These questions are totally off the cuff and I can do this quite well because again teach by profession but it doesn't have to be tricky like you just say who was the story about, Um, what happened in the story, what part did you like the best, did anything stand out to you, things like that. Usually the kind of questions that I'm asking are more open-ended questions rather than yes or no but they're awesome and it generates quite a bit of discussion usually. My daughter tends to like to talk. This Bible has extra information on the history which is super cool looking at it with Kenzie as well because it unpacks what times would have been like back in the day and gives her a better a clearer picture of what's happening. We are heading to the end of this Bible though and I'm keeping an eye out for our next one. We do have the Jesus storybook which we also went through when our daughter was four but it was packed in a move and I can't find it. I love this one though. I've given you a picture of the journey we've had with reading the Bible to our daughter and to the Bibles we've used. I really don't think it matters if you read from the beginning or are only going to start tomorrow. 
The most important thing is that you get in the word with your kids. It doesn't have to be a huge deal. Even a short story and prayer is a great starting point. Nothing is, oh sorry, something is better than nothing. Before we finish, I want to share the fourth and the last secret to making Bible reading enjoyable. Read the passage to your kids and then find an animated version on YouTube and watch it together. We did this the other day and Ken's loved it, asking more questions, which is what's going to help her retain the word. I wish I could give you a bunch of most watch, like must watch clips, but the only the other night I was looking on YouTube for clips and none were really, really impressive. Let me know if you'd like that though, and I'll investigate further for the both of us. So to recap, those four secrets to making reading the Bible more enjoyable with your kids are one, it's one-on-one time with your kids. Two, you can totally get them crafting. Three, bring in some song or music. And four, watch what you've read on YouTube. So go on, give it a try. Only good can come from it for both you and your kids. Thanks so much for listening to Mama's Mission. I hope you hear my heart that I want to inspire you to disciple your kids and part of that is reading the word together. No one is better equipped for the job. I promise you. That does it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mama's Mission. And if you like what you heard, it would be awesome if you gave us a review. Catch you next week.